Hi everyone, this is episode number 35 of Get Lit Errary, and I'm your host, Christina Badcoat. Oh, Christina Veras. Sorry, forgot all about that. Um, okay, so this book that we're gonna review today is called The Cactus, a novel by Sarah Haywood. And it was a part of Reese Witherspoon's book club. So yay, we always like books by her on her book club, don't we? Um, according to Amazon, it's an unforgettable love story that shows sometimes you have to embrace the unexpected. Susan Green is like a cactus. You can't get too close. She likes things per perfectly ordered and predictable, no surprises, but suddenly confronted with the loss of her mother and the unexpected news that she is about to become a mother herself, Susan's greatest fear is realized she is losing control. Enter Rob, the dubious but well-meaning friend of her lazy brother. As Susan's due date draws near and her world falls further into a tailspin, Susan finds an unlikely ally in Rob. She might have a chance at finding real love and learning to love herself if only she can fig figure out how to let go. Okay, so based on the synopsis, I really thought I was going to like this book. I ended up listening to it as an audiobook. I didn't hate it. However... I didn't love it. Um, according to Reese, she said, I found myself laughing out loud. I don't think I found myself laughing out loud, like ever. Um, maybe I wasn't reading it. I was listening to it and that's perhaps why, but I, what I had found, okay, let me start to, from the beginning. There's a cactus at her office. Okay. Her mom dies. She realizes that she's pregnant and that's probably why she's not been feeling well. She has this relationship with this guy that she's had for like over a decade. She's not really in a relationship with him. It's just like an agreement, like an ad that she answered so that they would hang out with each other. She would accompany him to like business functions. You know, he wasn't really interested in a relationship and neither, well, she was in her thirties and hadn't gotten into a relationship or found a man at that point. She's now 45. And so she decided, you know what, I'm going to answer this ad. And so she was like, all right, like, fine. So they did this thing for over a decade and now all of a sudden she's pregnant and she realizes it. And so then she tells the guy she wants to break it off and he's all like, but why? And she's like, uh, I'm pregnant. And then he's all like shocked. Right you know, and so then like her mom dies and her mom and leaves, get, has a will. She leaves a will and, you know, she's basically like Susan has to split. If, okay. Her brother who is lazy, he's just not as motivated as Susan is. And I can't even remember his name, but anyway, um, the brother is, um, like just like a, low life, do nothing, can't hold a job, kind of lives at home with his mom kind of guy, right? I have a brother like that or did. I mean, I do, but like my mom died. So yeah, like he lived at home with my mom forever and was all like, oh, I take care of her. Like, yeah, right. We all know how that goes. Like she takes care of you. Who are you kidding? Um, but like, that was basically the same thing in this book, The Cactus, right? Where he's like, oh, I took care. I took her to the doctor's appointments. Like, okay, yeah, whatever. So then Susan's all like, always had a like friction 
type relationship with her brother. Like they never got along. He always teased her. He would always like do torturous things to her, like whether it would be like throwing away a favorite toy or getting rid of it. And the mom would always take the brother's side, you know, and in the end it was all like, you know, she let her son keep the house for as long as he needed to in the will, right? He had a life interest in the house. Like he could stay in there as long as he wanted to. And once he didn't need to, then they could sell the house and then she would get half of whatever was left. Okay. So then she goes on this like tirade. She's like, no, forget that. Like she works for this legal department, you know, and she was like a legal aid. I don't even remember what she was, but like she had something to do with law. And so then she was just like, forget it. Like, no, I'm filing a case. Like, there's no way that my mom would favor him over me. Like, no way she would do that. Like, why would she do that? You know, there's no way she would do that. And so then she brings open this case to like stop the will to like all this stuff. And um, in the long run, she learns that she's adopted, that it was a secret that her mother held dearly. And um, so she gives up her whatever because she just didn't even feel like she knew her mother or her father for that matter. Um, she did though. She knew both her mother, her biological mother, and her father her whole life. And everything came out suddenly. And um, if you've read, according to Amazon, if you've read Eleanor o Elephant is completely fine, then you'll love the cactus which I don't find exactly to be true um, because I found an Elef Eleanor Elephant is completely fine. Eleanor had issues um, that Susan doesn't have in this book. So um, I don't know. It's just different. And um, so I just don't feel like they're the same in that matter. And um, I don't know. I just think that you all would, I don't know that I would say that you all would like the cactus. I'm not sure that you would. You might. It's a Reese Book Club book. Um, I don't know. In, in the very end, though, she has the baby. Fine. And, but the thing about, okay, and this Rob character, it's actually her brother's friend. And throughout the whole thing, she's trying, like, she wasn't sure if this Rob was, like, a, like a double agent, like, trying to help her brother out by getting information from her. But really, she ends up crashing on Rob on an accident. And Rob also is crushing on her. So, like, they get together in the end. But more importantly, her and her brother, and, and this is something that Rob has said in the book, too. Like, I feel like you two don't really communicate with each other. Like, she has this idea of her brother, and her brother has this idea of her. And neither one of them is accurate, you know. Like, it's just... It's, it's just, you know, you don't know people because you don't communicate with them. Like they just have misunderstanding because they're not communicating with each other. And so they have a bad relationship because they have always had a bad relationship. And in the end, they actually 
communicate with each other. You know, it was around the table with lawyers and everything, but like, she was just like, you know, this is a thing and this is a thing. And he was like, well, no, this is, you know, like, no, I always looked at you like this because of this. And he's like, no, I always looked at you because of this, because of this. And they actually found, I don't want to say common ground, but like a little bit of reconciliation with each other, which I think like, you know, it's kind of reminds me of like that human library, which Luke and I had talked about before, um, only because he had mentioned it to me. And I was like, oh yeah, we, we did that at the public library a couple of times. Um, but like, it's, it's when people sit down and talk to each other that they feel more human and connectedness, right? Because otherwise people just make assumptions. They have stereotypes about a certain person or a certain group of people or they heard something or whatever, you know, or they just have this perception, you know, like, oh, my brother's a jerk. So I'm going to avoid him all the time kind of thing. And so that's where we are um, with the cactus. But then they ended up reconciling in the end, which is great because they, they like at, at the beginning, she's just like, you know, I don't want to say great. My mom is dead and I don't have to talk to my brother ever again. But she did kind of feel like now that mom's gone, I don't ever have to talk to him again. And then they actually conversated. And then she's like, you know what? I don't want him to be out of my life. Like, I think that we just have to have a new beginning, you know, go from here on out. So that was The Cactus by Sarah Haywood. Um, it was okay. I didn't love it. It was just okay. I'm sure that I'll find other books that I love more, but this just isn't one of them. I have to read this book for this new book that I have to read. Well, first, okay, let me, I always say I'm reading all these books and that one day these, these are going to be reviewed, but like, let's be real. Some of these books, I'm just never going to finish because that's the way I am. Life's too short to read a bad book. Um, so I'll just give you like a little heads up on books that I'm currently reading. The Sense of an Ending by Julian Barnes is one that I'm reading with Luke. The Burning by Laura Bates is one that's like teenage girls should read. So I'm like, oh, okay, teenage girls should read it. I should read it. I'm 42. I'm about to be 42. But I'm a, a teenager. Meet Me in Another Life by Katrina Sylvie because I'm going to be going to Pix Pixel. I'm going to be going to Pittsburgh next week and I need something to listen to. Um, what are you going through? As uh, another audiobook that I think it's a teen one. Um, and I'm going to Cincinnati this weekend. And so I need something to listen to it from there. It's only six hours. Um, and Before the Coffee Gets Cold by Toshikazu Kawaguchi. And that one's about um, time travel, I think, in a coffee shop. But I'm trying to get through these books. Those are the ones that are on my phone. And the one that I have to read for Howard County Reads, we talked about Howard County Reads like a way long time ago, like first episode, I think. Um, so for Howard County Reads, I um, had agreed to read The Library of Legends by Janie Chang. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know. We'll see. 
All right, again, this has been episode 35 of Get Lit Orary, and I'm your host, Christina Five. Christina Ferris. <laughs> Have a lovely day. Bye.